Uh, liking is another um, influence principle by Cialdini, and that is that those that are similar to you or that you like as a person, you're more likely to be influenced by. And they've actually scientifically proven that your decision to buy something or move forward in a transaction with somebody is based more on the relationship than it is based on the merits of the deal. My name is Jonathan Tuttle, the host of the Incredited Investor Podcast, and I'm the founder at Midwest Park Capital, a boutique mobile home park real estate fund, along with Revenue Sun, a leading digital marketing and fractional CMO agency, and a part of the founding team at Wowie Pop, a new Kava and mood enhancing beverage. This episode is sponsored by Prestige, the world's most exclusive social networking app. All website links are in the show notes below. In this high-level mini-series called the 100 Million Rainmaker Insights, Richard C. Wilson of the Family Office Club, which is the founder of the world's largest ultra-high net worth paid association and owner of Billionaires.com, breaks down in short high-value strategies in his 19-part mini-series on how to grow, think, and optimize to get to your first 100 million. You will not want to miss any episodes. Enjoy this mini-series. Please like, comment, and share this podcast with your friends. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Richard C. Wilson here, Family Office Club. And this is our $100 million Rainmaker series. We have 17 modules here to help you with advanced capital raising strategies, different ways to work with investors and close more deals. And we are on module number five, which is Investor Influence. So in this module, we're going to take our five and a half hour workshop and hundreds and hundreds of hours I've spent studying psychology of influence and persuasion, particularly uh, Dr. Robert Cialdini, and boil it down here to five to seven minutes of key takeaways just to kind of open your mind to how deep this rabbit hole goes and how much you can dial everything you do in based on influence and persuasion best practices. So first off, Robert Cialdini is the most quoted psychologist alive. Why? Because what he does is not just relevant to people in psychiatry, it's relevant to everybody in business and just everybody in life, really. Whether you want to influence your five-year-old to do something or your spouse to go somewhere uh, different for a summer vacation or a team member to work harder and be more focused during the workday, it's all related to influence, not just selling something to someone or trying to persuade them to make a sale or close a deal with you. So super relevant information here. And what I want to explain first is why influence and persuasion works. And the main reason is that there is more knowledge being created per second than we could ever consume our whole life. And a couple hundred, no, about 120 years ago, there was someone named John Stuart Mills who claimed to know everything about any topic. Like literally he claimed to know everything about everything. That'd be such an absurd thing for anybody to claim nowadays that even if you said, I know everything about prosthetic limbs, people would say, really? Do you really know everything? Do you know about this new technology? Do you know about uh, the, how to draw the, the prosthetic limb in AutoCAD? Do you really know everything about storage or everything about short-term rentals or medical practices? Nobody knows everything about any one topic and knowledge is doubling faster and faster and faster exponentially, right? There's over 400,000 scientific journals published per year. Nobody reads even 400 of the 400,000 scientific journals, obviously, right? So if you believe that premise is true and you believe 
that the wealthier you are, the more likely it is you have dozens of LLCs, maybe hundreds or a thousand plus employees, that you have a lot of investments and K-1s to track and, and a lot of things on your calendar every day. That means that you have to move very quickly. That means that when somebody mentions a book to you and says, you should get this book because I think it is good. If you see that person as an authority, you're likely to go buy that book, especially if when you look at that book on Amazon, you see there's 400 reviews, 400 other people liked it, that's social proof, and you go ahead and buy that book. You're not gonna go through and read 400 reviews, post on social media and say, have any of you guys read this book? Should I read it? Should I not? Text four of your friends and say, have you read this book? Should I read this book? No one has that time. You would annoy everyone around you, never get anything done, and you'd never become ultra wealthy or stay ultra wealthy, right? So you have to move very quickly. And the reason why people say don't judge a book by its cover is because it's scientifically proven that in 0.3 seconds from 50 feet away, you automatically judge the opposite sex as being attractive or not. We do judge books by their cover, and we have to in order to survive the day. When someone emails you from a Yahoo email address with bad grammar and no email signature, you judge that. When things don't make sense, you judge that in an email. When something's really dialed in, very well articulated, a brand that says what they do, it really appeals to you, and it's very clear and compelling in a couple ways, and they have a professional email signature there, you're much more likely to judge it in a positive way, right? That's why influence and persuasion works. The faster that knowledge doubles, and the more that someone is very, very busy, the more they have to rely upon shortcuts. Is this person professional? Is this a good use of my time? Are they a class act individual with institutional polish or not? Is this one of my top priorities or not? So that is why influence persuasion works and why it's gonna to continue to work better and better in the future and why this is really powerful stuff for you to understand. Our whole business is based on and built on influence and persuasion in a way that's not manipulative, in a way that's very helpful to people, which I'm about to explain. So I have got my undergraduate degree, then I got my MBA, then I went to the Harvard ALM division and studied psychology of influence, and I applied it to raising capital. Um, and so Robert Cialdini has the most clear concepts in the industry. I would read several of those books, uh, such as Persuasion or Influence, The Science of Persuasion. They're both amazing. And he really talks about in Influence, The Science of Persuasion, his original big bestseller, um, these different influence principles that have been scientifically proven by dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of studies. And he says that the most important ones are authority, which means people will comply with and say yes to people in an authority position faster than those in a non-authority position. Um, that could be someone wearing a doctor's coat with the title of doctor inside of a hospital. It could be the principal at a school. It could be someone with certain types of clothes or certifications or a book author um, or someone who created a great miniseries on raising capital. Um, for social proof, it could be reviews of books online. It could be the fact that 180 other investors trusted you with their money after completing due diligence. So maybe the next investor should trust you as well. And that's a reason to put it within your one liner. <clears throat> Social proof is basically just looking around and saying, oh, well, those other 19 people are eating this weird red berry off this bush. Maybe I'm not going to die if I eat that red berry as well. <clears throat> and you de-risk your actions in life, at least it's seemingly, by following the herd. Following the herd is never a good way to get ahead in life, but when you're looking for what's for sure not gonna kill me, the normal natural tendency is, oh, okay, well, all those people did it, so it must not be that bad, or it must mostly work or halfway work, or everybody wouldn't drink 
Coca-Cola. Everybody wouldn't go to Disney World, etc. Uh, liking is another um, influence principle by Cialdini, and that is that those that are similar to you or that you like as a person, you're more likely to be influenced by. And they've actually scientifically proven that your decision to buy something or move forward in a transaction with somebody is based more on the relationship than it is based on the merits of the deal. And this has been proven. So this shows that connecting with people and finding things in common and having fun together or finding ways that you are similar to them can really pay off even more so than a great bullet point on your IRRs. Anybody can promise a certain return, but without that context of trust and without these influence principles and really having integrity and then really believing that you are legitimate and genuine and authentic, then it doesn't matter what you promise on returns. The most amateur investors in the world run around saying, I've got the best deal in the world. I've never seen a deal this good. And it's some billion dollar deal of some resort that's going to float off of some island in the middle of nowhere. And they've never raised capital before, right? Like those daisy chain LinkedIn deals, right? So um, people stay away from that. They learn to stay away from those people because they don't realize that without the context of trust, none of those statements matter at all. Commitment and consistency is another influence principle. So we've talked about authority, social proof, liking, commitment, or consistency is a really big one in our industry. People want to work with those that stick around, that do things consistently, that show up consistently, that execute consistently, are consistently honest, consistently helpful, on target, always trying to help a portfolio or add value to someone. And this is really important. Um, we just had an investor call 10 minutes ago, but the company raising capital didn't show up for the Zoom call. Neither of the partners did. Not a big deal. Probably something came up. But, you know, if that happens a few times or again and again, then you start to question whether they're really, you know, going to be a consistent partner to work with over time. Right. Um, the other thing with consistency, um, we're going to get into a combination of a few of these principles and show how being consistent can really pay off over the long term in a, in a way that creates an investor funnel. Um, the next influence principle we're going to cover here is reciprocation. That is that. If you open a door for someone, they're very likely to say thank you. If you give somebody help in saving money on a transaction or on another private deal they're doing or help their daughter or son get an internship or a job somewhere and get into a school, um, then they're likely to repay you with saying, hey, can I keep you in mind? Can I refer a client to you, et cetera? Um, any of these principles can be used in a manipulative way and can be used in a fake way, which is non-authentic, and then it makes you look like a used car dealer, and then it's really bad. Um, or they can be used in a way that's very helpful to people. Evan, Evan Pagan was one of my mentors early on, and he taught me that in any industry, there's a certain amount of value people usually give to someone before they become a client. And if you can move that free line and give more value, then you're more likely to get reciprocation back. And because of all the value of giving people, they're more likely to become a client of yours. Jeffrey Gittimer taught me this as well. And I've been able to have both of them on stage or on my podcast over time. And I told them I've implemented what you taught me over 15 years and it's worked great inside of the family office club. What Gittimer taught me is to create reciprocation every week. And he said, you'll be a local expert in one to two years, a regional expert in two to three years and a global expert in four to seven years. And that's exactly what we did in the family office space. We gave out helpful information to people that could say yes to us every week for the past 16 years. And that's what's built our business to what it is today with 28 employees. And last year we did six and a half million of revenue in our core business. And we have equity stakes in over a hundred vacation properties and medical practices now. 
Um, and we're really thankful to those mentors. So we thank them publicly all the time and, and quote them whenever we can. It's just another form of reciprocation. Scarcity, very obvious one. Something's more scarce, it's usually in higher demand and people are influenced by scarcity. If there's two seats left at our next conference, when we tell you that, you might decide today to join Family Office Club, become a charter member and come, right? So scarcity really drives action a lot of the time. So we covered authority, social proof, liking, commitment, and consistency, reciprocation, and scarcity. After studying this for hundreds and hundreds of hours, one of the most powerful things I can tell you is that you make this all more simple by combining three of these into one and you become the scarce authority who very consistently puts out information into the, into the niche that you're in. You can't focus on a niche unless you've figured out your investor demographic, right? Unless you figure out your unique position, what makes you different than competitors, et cetera, your branding, and you're not gonna be seen as unique or be speaking to anyone and hitting them between the eyes of value or moving them up those three trust curves. If you don't have these things dialed in from the first four modules we've talked about to this point, but if you do have those things, then you can figure out how do I add value, provide advice, insight, document my journey to my ideal investor set, do so just once a week in some small way that will add up over time, that will position me as an authority because eventually I'll have a white paper out or be interviewed on a podcast or um, have a, a book title or speak on stage somewhere. Um, and doing that over and over again will show consistency and commitment to my niche. <clears throat> doing that and having great reviews on what I publish will be signs of social proof. And then I'll enact mass reciprocation by spreading the knowledge I'm providing out to hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands or millions of people. Um, and so when you do that long enough, focused on a niche area for a niche type of investor, then you become a scarce resource. They don't know of any authority which is as valuable and as helpful as you, and you yourself are a scarce authority. So that's how you combine these. We're gonna get into that more deeply within a few of our other modules. We go really deep on that in our workshops. We don't have time to go a lot deeper than that right now. Um, but I wanted to make sure that you hear about these different principles. You see how you combine them very naturally um, by basically showing an investor similarities, how you're consistent on execution, enacting reciprocation, uh, maybe telling them the number of investor slots left before a deal is closed, et cetera, and trying to enact many of them at once with whatever strategy you employ can be super powerful and super helpful. Another persuasion technique from Robert Cialdini uh, from his book titled that same name is that you can go into a conversation and say, well, I think in this deal, you know, we're going to be saving you a million dollars, but obviously we're not going to charge you a million dollars. Um, but we do charge $50,000. So we do charge $42,000, but only after you've gotten the value. And when you mention that it's really a million dollar value, but of course we're not going to charge you a million dollars. It's just $40,000. Then that is influential. Um, and when you compare those two big numbers, then that is something that makes someone want to take action. So it makes that second number seem so much smaller. And that's a moment of instant influence you've created by having this big number next to the small number. So very simple concept but another way um, they can be more influential. Remember that relationships determine a transaction more than the merits of the deal. Um, context is everything. When you want to interrupt someone's busy day to consider something, and let's say a stranger grabs your elbow in a Starbucks and says, hey, would you like to invest in my operating business? I make you know, bath salts. 
can you say, oh, no, sorry, I'm just here getting my coffee. You know, have a good day. Uh, in the nicest, polite way you can, most likely, or politely listen a little bit and be like, oh, yeah, well, shoot me an email and I'll see who the heck you are, right? Um, but if you run into a friend or someone you already trust at Starbucks and say, hey, I'm investing in this bath salt business or I've got a bath salt business and it's taking off, would you want to invest? You're, you're much more likely to seriously consider that. A um, couple of real quick things. Stephen Covey always taught that you have to be influenceable before being influential. You need to listen first, and then you can influence somebody else 10 times more effectively. Gary Vaynerchuk often says that in a world of jabbers who are basically like in the boxing world, just jabbing all the time and trying to reach out and sell someone, he's a counterpuncher. So he listens, 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 and he puts out one statement that really hits people between the eyes because he listened first. Um, another thing to leave you with here is that if you think about influence and persuasion, how you can change other people's actions before you go out and try to influence other people, just realize that if you influence yourself first, you'll become much more influential. Influence yourself to be more disciplined, to be more healthy, to have a good routine every day, to convince yourself to take actions on things. And when you influence yourself by controlling the media inputs into your brain, what you read, who you hang out with, where you live, where your business is, what your family values are in your wall above your kitchen table, what your core values are, and you're integrated in your life and you're influencing yourself daily, others who are of similar success and self-development and similar nature will recognize that, want to affiliate with you, and you will raise capital faster because you've influenced yourself you can be influential with other people more quickly. So I hope you found this valuable. Um, this was module number five in our 17 module mini series called $100 million Rainmakers. And we're gonna be moving on to module number six, which is investment pitch decks and capital raising materials. So I'll see you on that next module. And uh, if you wanna learn more about any events we have coming up or how our investor club works, just check out familyoffices.com. Thank you. Hey, it's Jonathan. I get exclusive access to great investment deals, opportunities for my community, my network, and just for my loyal listeners. We'll give you first access. Go to accreditedinvestorpodcast.com and sign up for the email list. Also, join the Accredited Investor Podcast Patreon group, where we give you additional exclusive interviews, monthly private group calls, and networking with others in this community. Check out Accredited Investor Podcast on Patreon. Finally, I get a lot of people asking me for to help them one-on-one. Yes, I can, but it's very limited. Go to revenueascend.com slash consulting for any real estate investing exclusive access. Go to midwestparkcapital.com. All links are included below. Please like, comment, and share this podcast with other friends. Thanks for listening.